Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from Pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. Today we are doing something different. So we've been talking a lot about good stuff on the podcast, but we wanted to dive in and actually do the worst of Disney. So today we are talking about our worst of Disney. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella, and we are Millennials on Main Street. And I'm Bethany Vinton, and this is the Main Street Dish. All right, welcome to the worst of Disney, guys. (laughs) Welcome to the worst episode ever. (laughs) No, but it's going to be good. That would be like an air quotes worst. Correct, correct, correct. (laughs) Um, So needless to say, if we're talking about the worst, we need to be drinking. Amen. So Bethany pointed out we haven't had a cocktail in a while. Because we've been recording at like 9 a.m. Bethany time. Yeah. I I feel like we're on Finn's schedule now, baby Finn's schedule. So it's not necessarily in the afternoon when we used to do it. So it's just like not appropriate to always drink. Because, you know, we're not in Disney. Because usually I'm like, drink any time of the day, but not not now. What are you guys drinking? Because your drinks look pretty. So you have to go first because I'm drinking out of a can and it's not as cute. (laughs) But it's true. So I, I made Jedi Mind Tricks. I actually went with a Disneyfy recipe, so shout out to Disneyfy copycat recipe. Love it. Um, but Bella has never had it. No. Nope. Um, and this is actually like a really easy one to make at home because it doesn't require like foam or dry ice or <laughs> buzz button anything. So it's it's pretty straightforward. But it's got Kettle One botanical grapefruit and rose vodka in it, so it's it's kind of citrusy. It's floral. It's good, and it's blue. You know. I put a glow cube in there for some razzle-dazzle. You know, why not? You did. They don't even serve it that fancy at uh, Oka, so. Bella, what was was your initial reaction, though? You know, it wouldn't be something I would order, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing against your, you know, your mixology, you know, making, but (laughs) it's it's a little sweet, personally. Yeah. It's very, like, I don't know. It's not for me. It's not my kind of drink, but that's okay. I feel her on that one, though, because that was the first drink I ever had at Oga's, and it was actually in Disneyland because I went before Galaxy's Edge opened in Disney World. I went to Disneyland mm-hmm. to see it, and that was the first drink I ordered, and I never ordered it again until we all went last March. So that's like 2019 to now. Wow. Wow. It's not it's not my stellar one either, but I know people that like it. It's pretty. Yeah. It's yeah. blue. It, it, it's, and I'll drink it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll drink it. And I'm the only one who likes it. <laughs> it's not bad, it's fine. but... I'm on my island again, guys. Yeah, I'm over fine. here on my island. I mean, I didn't really try hard today. I'm currently drinking uh, cider, but it's prickly pear. So I figured it kind of yeah. goes with hey. my violet sake theme. It's good. There you go. It's 7%, though. Wow. Not messing around at the cider company, but, you know. No. It's, it's one in the afternoon now. Time for a drink. It is time. Before we dive into the worst, because I feel like this is going to be an interesting episode, and we have not discussed what everybody's worsts are. So we have, like, our list of things, but it's up for interpretation. We do. But I think it's awesome that we're doing this, though, because I think one of the things that brought the three of us together is the fact that when we review things in Disney, we're honest. Yeah. And if it's not good, like... We're going to tell you it's not good and don't waste your money on it. And generally, when people reach out to us on the mom's page or on the podcast page, they're like, we love that you're honest. And I think this is just a good episode for us to be honest and talk about, you know, the things that were not so great. Yeah, I think that's a good point, too, because if we only talk about things that we like, 
you, you it leaves you guessing on like do they like this or do they not like this because there's things that we've had that you will obviously become aware today that we strongly dislike so i feel like this was a needed episode plus like who doesn't love a little controversy but we're here for it i will say if we mention any of these things that we consider the worst and you love them you keep doing you like enjoy it don't let our opinion sway you no, no and honestly there's more for you Exactly. You know, less for us, clearly, more we for We will you. not be booking that reservation, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and we will not be telling people to book that reservation, so Correct. you're also welcome. Correct. We should start doing this about Topolinos, though. Do we just trash talk Topolinos? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's one way to do it. The worst dish I've ever had, rigatoni. Ugh, Never terrible. go there again. <laughs> the views, trash. All, you can see that. You can see Pop Sentry. Don't even go up there. <laughs> <laughs> You can hear the Skyliner. It's just making that noise over and over. Why would you ever go there? <laughs> but the other the other thing that we haven't done is we actually, we haven't sat down and actually truly discussed our worsts. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's been in like conversation and Bill and I haven't even like sat down today and talked about our worsts. Mm -hmm. So we're going candid. There might be some surprises. There'll probably be some disagreements. Um, oh yeah, so. probably. I, I so. Oh my God, love it. But... Without further ado, let's dive in. So mm -hmm. we're going to start with a bang. We're just going to start right off. We're just going to say the worst meal or the worst dish you've ever had in Disney. And ladies first, let's go with Bethany. Bethany, why don't you go for your worst dish? So we're talking like probably sitting down at a yes. restaurant. What's the worst dish you've ever had? Mine is the brick oven cauliflower from Toledo at Coronado Springs. Mm. Wow. It is their vegetarian dish. I got it last year. It is just like a slab of cauliflower. So just like a two inch cutout of a regular head of cauliflower. When it came to the table, it was charred and burnt beyond belief. And the reason this makes me so sad is because before the closures, Toledo had my favorite plant-based option there, which was a seafood dish. It was like fake calamari, fake scallops, fake crab cakes. It was so good. And this is what they replaced with the plant-based menu. It's carrot romanesco, artichokes, cured tomatoes, and cilantro crema. And it's $30 for a two-inch slab of cauliflower that came out burnt. And I even brought it to the waiter's attention after, like, we paid the bill. And he was just like, we just reopened. Uh, there's going to bound to be mistakes. And I was like, no, no one should have mm -hmm. ran that from the kitchen. So that goes <laughs> down. Seriously? by the worst dish I've ever had. It was just a burnt piece of two inch cauliflower that was $30. Painful. And I feel like this is extra painful for you because you were a Toledo stan. So hard Before COVID. It was and easily my top After three. COVID, you were such a Toledo stan that you made us book it. Yes. Like you made us like go like, you know what, let's not go to Haleo. Yes. Because we were Haleo stands before we went to Toledo. And we were like, you know what, no, let's book it. Let's go to Toledo. And it was, it was not good. No. It was not good. And so I feel like this was probably extra heartbreaking for you. It was so heartbreaking because it was easily in my top three, like maybe even my top two. It was like wow. Topolino's and then Toledo. I loved Toledo and no. So that goes down as my worst meal. You're just a sucker for like a top floor restaurant, aren't I do. you? I mean, come on. I like a <laughs> restaurant with a view. I don't think that's a bad doesn't. thing. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Vela, what oh. is your worst meal? 
Okay, so I'm actually on the same like plant-based train. Oh, I know um, what it is. I think I know what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's the the wild mushroom ravioli at California Grill. I have never in my life had such a bad pasta dish. I think it was, to be honest, too much truffle. Yeah, I, I think that's really what did it for me. I am not a big truffle truffle fan. But when we went in January, it was me, Colin, and my mom, and we all got something different. And I was like, you know, I might as well try the mushroom ravioli. Why not? And it had chanterelle mushrooms, squash, pistachio pesto, truffle mushroom cream, which was plant-based. I think that's what was not good, Yeah. to be honest. Again, I'm not a fan of truffle. There was just something about this. I tasted it, and I was like, this tastes like dirt. Yes. Like, there was no other way to explain it. I was like, maybe I'm wrong here. I had everyone taste it. I was like... She did. And I could even tell without even turning my head. You know, we've been together for 13 years. Like, I can... Without even turning my head, I could be like, she hates this. And just in the manner in which she said, you have to try this. Like, she was... You know what I mean? I feel like you did a good job of, like, disguising it for me. Yeah. But even... Like, I knew in the tone of your voice. She's like, you have to try this. And it just felt like I took a bite out of the forest. And it was horrible yeah it was really bad and i don't complain and i and i thought I, I don't think it was prepared like incorrectly i think that's how it was supposed to be prepared i didn't finish it and i didn't say anything I, I wouldn't i'm not that type of person but it was just not it and since then they have recently changed it mm-hmm. i believe it's now a new dish so it's, thank it's goodness good yeah, yeah, thank so thank goodness, yeah. Because <laughs> I had that too, and that was horrific. I think we literally described it as it's just like you face plant in the middle of the forest and whatever lands in, like, that's what it tastes yeah. like. Like, yeah. face planting in the middle of the forest, it's not yeah. great. Not good. No, not it, so. And I, and I think for, like, going to California Grill and expecting, you know, mm-hmm. great dishes there, I think it was just even more of a slap down because it was so bad. Yeah. In yeah. such a good restaurant. I know. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. It happens. Thank goodness maybe yeah. they got the memo, though, because since it is more yeah. on the menu. But that one was rough. But I yeah, support that one because that was a bad meal. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even go at the same time. So obviously it was nope. not a prep thing. It was like <laughs> yeah. that itself no. was not good. Nope. Yep. Colin? So what was yours? I already know. Do you know what mine is? Yeah, Yeah, you probably do. So mine is the hearty hard char pork at Skipper Canteen. Oh. It. This is why we won't go to Skipper Canteen. I have not been back. Like it, it was so bad that I have not been back. And I hate to be that way because maybe it was just the one time and that was the one dish that came to me and it was so the the cut of pork was probably ninety percent fat. And probably if it hit the floor, would have bounced back up to my plate. That's how fatty it was. Like it was to the point where like I took a bite and I felt nauseous and I I couldn't even look at the plate anymore because (laughs) it was that bad. And like I said, I am not a confrontational person. I am not a send it back to the kitchen. I'm not, let me, I'm not a a Congo Karen. (laughs) Congo Karen. I'm not going to like speak to the manager about it, but the cut of meat was so horrendously bad. I don't know how it made it out of the kitchen yeah and in front of me and i had one bite and i have not been back and it's a shame because i love the idea of skipper canteen mm-hmm. i really do but it's an immediate no for me and i'm really gonna have to like work on myself to get myself back there yeah i think you made a good point though and it's like how i felt about my meal is how did it make it out of the kitchen because like with my cauliflower steak burnt to a crisp, there's no way they could look at this dish and be like, yeah, send it. Because again, Disney food is not inexpensive. We're talking Correct. at least like $30 a dish. 
it right. shouldn't have made it out of the kitchen. And I am with you. I mean, I definitely will voice my opinion on the internet. I cannot confront somebody to their face. And it happens every once in a while, too, when I post something online that, like, I ripped on the desserts from Tony's not too long ago. And somebody was like, I used to be a pastry chef there, and people work hard. And I think that is hard, but that's why, I'd, which sounds terrible, but that's why I'd rather do it on the internet, because I cannot say that to someone's face. Like, no. I, it is so hard for me. I will search for compliments in every other thing that you send out. So if you, like, don't hear me compliment something, it's because I absolutely hated it. I would rather, I just like, I can't, I'm so bad at giving that feedback in person. Oh yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. I mean, growing up with my family owning a restaurant and like being a waitress and having plates be sent back and whatnot, it was really hard, like telling the chef, like what was wrong with the dish and all this stuff. And I, I would never personally. I'll just stop at the McDonald's on property (laughs) on the way back to my, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) sorry, I don't like confrontation. No, no, but but there you go. So there's our worst, there's yep. our worst dishes, yep. right? I mean, what's next? Next is snack. Oh, I already know mine. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Mine's not a, like a specific snack. It's a type of snack. Uh, oh. We have the same answer. I guarantee you. Uh, I think you should do a. Comment I don't know. Three I don't we'll know see. if we do because I, I don't think, think I actually discussed this. Oh, okay. Then we definitely don't. But you, you will jointly well, hate what I have uh, to say. So, oh, I'm sure I will. So you, I'm sure you I will. go first, and then okay, okay. So pretty much any Disney cupcake, I will never, oh. ever, ever buy, ever. I will never get. Because I have tried a few, and they're always terrible. And I'm also not a sweet person, again, as we all yeah. know. Um, but any cupcake, I will never, ever buy. Not even if it is the prettiest thing in the case, or everyone is raving about it, I will never buy it. Because I personally do not like cake, cupcakes included in that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's worth it. You're not wrong. So she and I'll I'll stand by this. She I she never gets I a have, cupcake. I have and never. It's funny because her mom is like a sweet fiend. Kelly oh, is yeah. a sweet fiend, and Bella will never. No, I feel you though. Nope. It falls nope. into the dome cake category for me too because dome cakes yes. are the same. Exactly. Exactly. Sure, they look pretty. They taste like garbage. Yep. Name this me a good my... dome cake. There ain't one. This was my nope. answer. Well, that's not my answer, so call it. Oh, it's not? Oh, good. <laughs> Go okay, ahead, mine's, mine's dome cakes. Mine's Disney dome cakes. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Horrible. The only time I will consider ordering a dome cake is at Emirates. Yeah. That is the only time I could be persuaded, but any of these specialty ones that are inside the park, no. immediate no. Straight trash. It is a thick layer of mirror glaze it's jello it is gelatin yeah gelatin. creamy gelatin gross and it's it's just not and in and, and in the heat in the heat and that don't no thank you any dome cake is an immediate no thank you unless i am at amaretz yeah and then i would be persuaded to try it because amaretz yeah i feel you on that one i mean if i had to pick a worst snack i've ever had in disney it's definitely the mr toad's dome cake so i feel you there we go it's not my answer but it's definitely was the worst thing i've ever eaten in disney i mean very close to the everything bagel donut from Mm. every place that i'm gonna make you guys try because you have to you have to i'm it's like it's like morbid curiosity you know what i mean like i want to know yes okay well i will say i like that we chose like categories because my answer is anything Mickey shaped? Uh, yeah. Of see, I was actually gonna say a pretzel was up there. I was like debating between cupcakes and a pretzel, but 
I went with the cupcakes. So. Yeah. You won't convince me of anything Mickey shaped. Like a pretzel, mm-hmm. a Mickey premium bar. Sorry. Mm. That's it's nostalgia. It is not good snacks. Nope. And I said what I said, no. except for, and the only reason why I felt comfortable putting this on the list, because I think that waffle from Palo is actually a good Mickey shape thing, but any in the park, absolutely not. The standard waffle, nostalgia. It's not great. Yeah. It's not a great yeah. waffle. It's nostalgia. Yeah. Correct. So Correct. I'm going anything Mickey shaped. That In can include the- cupcakes and dome cakes, just for the record. <laughs> it can, it can. Uh, it's like an umbrella one. It covers a lot. <laughs> I like what you did there. But the pe- people do, people, because we've been pretty vocal about the fact mm-hmm. that if it's Mickey-shaped, it's probably not good. Right. And we've been vocal about it, and people really come for us about they it. Do. But, like, we said it in that TikTok, like, it's not the same. You cannot sit down and tell me that the pretzel from Baseline Tap mm-hmm. House is the same pretzel yeah. as a Mickey pretzel. Not good. They're not even the same stratosphere of pretzel. Correct. It's just one of those things. It's nostalgia. It looks cute. I get it. But it's not a good snack. No. Correct. I would never waste my money. No. No. If you're holding a Mickey pretzel in front of me or the jalapeno cheese pretzel. It's not even. Or the, or the cream the cheese pretzel. Not, I won't eat. No. I, I will run over the Mickey pretzel. Exactly. I was like, if one of you walks up to me with a Mickey pretzel, I am swatting it out of your hand. And it is on the <laughs> ground where it belongs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight trash. Straight trash. Finn may come up to you with one. That's true. But he'll be cute. And then we'll swap it out for a pretzel that he can eat. And he'll just be confused when he's older why Mickey pretzels are terrible. Because we've just (laughs) been feeding him good pretzel, like the Germany pretzel, but giving him the Mickey one for photos. That's all I'm saying. Correct. Correct. Exactly. But keep keep coming for us. That's fine. We will never. We're like the Rock of Gibraltar. We we will not change our stance on this. No. All right. Next. Worst drink. Worst drink. Did you guys pick an alcoholic drink or a non-alcoholic drink? Ah, uh, um. Mm, I I I picked alcoholic. Okay. I have both. So what, I have both as well. Oh, okay. Oh, Bella. Well, I was on my mocktail journey, which yeah, yeah. I'm sorry was like probably the most disappointing. Oh. Thing. Sorry. You know, you really tried with that mocktail journey, though. I will I say, though, when we go to Victoria and Albert's, they have that zero-proof cocktail pairing now that's absolutely supposed to be amazing. So we're gonna. I know, and. I- I, yeah, definitely. And I, I definitely would try it. And, and don't get me wrong. There were a couple of mocktails that I liked, like at, at a chain of drove's. But, right. um, but let's much, hear it. What's that bad mocktail? Okay, well, any of the ones at the bar outside of Polynesia. Why can she I never? Can't, she I honestly has bar. willed this out of it's her Trader own existence Sam's. in her mind. <laughs> grog's grog. Trader, oh, no, no. Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace. T- yes. Oh, Tiki Terrace. But you yeah. can get them both inside, too. Yes, yes. I, I just, I hate when they call a mocktail a drink that's just juice with something else. I absolutely hate that. I think that Enchanted Rose did a great job with their mocktail because it was something a little bit different and it tasted more like a cocktail. These cocktails were horrible. Also, side note, I had terrible acid reflux, so like that could have also <laughs> made me really hate him. But pretty much any of them there. But my cocktail was, oh, I have to look up the name. Is that Steakhouse 71? Oh, the... it, was, no, it wasn't a cocktail, though. It was oh, a mocktail. No, it was a mocktail. Yeah. It was. You were still oh. on your mocktail journey. I was. Oh, the cold brew and tonic. Oh, yes. okay. Well, that goes for the worst mocktail I've had. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have anything nice to say about Trader Sam's, but it's not as bad. <laughs> no, no. I forgot that that was a mocktail. Oh, no, that one was bad. That is it. And you know what? I can't really say a cocktail because I haven't had a cocktail there in, like, in a, yeah. while. In a very long time. So, the worst mocktail was definitely that cold brew and tonic, and tonic cool. at Steakhouse 71. It was cold brew coffee with tonic water. 
Yeah. I, I don't understand the point of that. I, I don't either, personally. Did it have, um, like, star anise on it, too? Like something Yeah, it was, it did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah not good, so anyway. It was, like, yeah, it was, like, tonicky and cold brew and, like, kind of fennelly. Yes. I just saw but... the look on her face when she tried it, and I was, like, because then, like, it turns into, you try it, because, you know, you like to give people the worst of things, and I looked at her, and I was, like, immediately, no. Like, no. you are so repulsed by that, I cannot. No. Mm-mm. No, I didn't, I had, I had two sips, so... Anyway, that was it. Maybe I'll I'll agree with your worst cocktails. Like I said, I haven't had a a cocktail there since last August. And last August, I did not have any bad cocktails. So. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, it said it was cold brew with maple, vanilla syrup, and tonic water. And it'll set you back six bucks at Steakhouse 71. There was no maple or vanilla to be found. (laughs) Um, There was absolutely none. They didn't, they they weren't in the glass. (laughs) Yeah. It was so bad. Um. (laughs) So yeah, that was definitely the worst thing I have consumed, mocktail-wise, in Disney. I don't even know how to so. start there because that she's like it was repulsive, like it wasn't good, <laughs> and like mine's not that bad. I just strongly dislike it, and it is the troll cream from the Norway Pavilion. I knew you it were going like to say it. Berry and vanilla and cranberry and I don't know, but I think it tastes like bubble gum, and I just think it's oh. disgusting. It is, like, no. not for me, and people love it. So when I hate on it, people are like, what? That was my favorite drink. And I was like, no. And I also don't really love frozen drinks. I feel like they have to yeah. really be good because, one, they melt really fast, and, two, like, they're impossible to drink. You're committed to it when you get a frozen drink, like, mm-hmm. because right. it is, it's not easy to drink. So Troll Creme is at the top of my list from that Norway Pavilion. I dislike it. I've had it once, and I refuse to ever buy it again. And honestly, if you're in the Nori Pavilion and you don't get a frozen Viking coffee. What what are you doing? Exactly right. Did you even go to Norway? Exactly. I feel like <laughs> that people has nothing get it. to do with Norway aside from the name, but it's fine. <laughs> exactly. I feel like people get the troll cream because it's the only cocktail that's at the beer booth outside. Like that beer yeah. cart. Right. There's right. no other cocktail there. Easy so access, people right? like don't comprehend that you can go into Kringla and get an actual good drink. Yes. But my non-alcoholic one. I think y'all will agree with me on this one. It is the Smart Sour Plum from Club Cool, the China one that tastes oh like barbecue gosh. sauce. Barbecue water. Yes. yes. That was so, so bad. bad. We tried it on a live, I think. We and, did. Like, who says Beverly is bad? Because you're a liar. You need to go have that one. Oh, yeah. You do. So oh, my God. It was so bad. I will never forget your dad. Because your dad has the best sense of humor. But we were literally leaving. And, he, and I was like, oh, did you like that one? And he was like... On a rack of lamb, I'd love it. <laughs> it says, like, oh my God. It says, needs sou- to be, needs to mar- it could marinate meat. Is, it could. That's, that's what it could be used for. Sour plum tea is a traditional Chinese beverage that has existed for over a thousand years. It's savory, sweet, and tart, and is considered by many to be the ultimate thirst quencher on a hot day. Hmm, I'm not yeah. rolling with that. Um, I love traditional things, so good for them if that's traditional, but woof, that one was rough. But there's no, there's no plum. No, I needed to wash it down with Beverly. That's how bad it was. Yeah, exactly. There was no sweet to it. <laughs> Beverly was our chaser for it that. Was. That's how bad it was. It was like, oh, just savory. It, <laughs> it literally was barbecue soda. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And oh. go try it. Yeah. And you tell us what you think. If you could actually yeah. record your live reaction to trying it and send it to us, that would be wonderful. That would, because ours <laughs> are on the internet forever, probably. Yeah, I like to put people through pain. <laughs> Yeah. It's painful. <laughs> Colin, what's your worst drink? 
Mine is a, a drink from China. It's the Honey Hibiscus Heart Tea mm. from The Joy of Tea. It's also the booth where you can get the cantaloupe. Yes. And when we were down in the end of August, I had never had the cantaloupe before. And actually, neither of us had had the cantaloupe mm-hmm. before. And so we wanted to try both drinks from Joy of Tea. So she got the, the hibiscus hard tea, and I got the cantaloupe. And the hibiscus hard tea literally was straight medicine. Horrible. Terrible. It has blueberry boba in it. Yeah. And it was just an immediate no. It was literally cold cough medicine. Yeah, I, I And she disagree. pretended. Bella pretended I, to love it. I, I, and I it knew be that she hated it. Because I got the cantaloupe, which is, the cantaloupe is amazing. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, mine's good too. And I was like, you're lying. <laughs> you're lying to yourself. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> no, no, because I literally, he, he went and like. I took one like, sip and I was like, you're wrong. Yeah, because <laughs> I ordered garbage. the drinks and I was like, uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to get that one. We'll each get a different one. Like on, on paper. Yeah. It really doesn't sound bad. It's I like anything tea, light tea. rum, honey, and blueberry boba. You know, light, refreshing, again. The hot yeah. Florida sun, like a nice hard tea, would be delicious. No. It was definitely medicine-y. I haven't Medicinal. had Medicinal. So I feel like I'm going to try it when we're there. And, and I haven't had the tipsy ducks right, in love. so you get a good one and I get a terrible one. Wonderful. <laughs> this would be fun. <laughs> well, I actually, see, I'm not, I, I don't disagree that it wasn't great, but I didn't think it was terrible, so you might not think it's You might not. I we'll see. Literally garbage. We'll see. All right, so since the last two answers that we had were in Epcot, let's do one that's not food or drink. Let's just see... Worst country in Epcot. I'm scared. Huh. I'm scared of people coming for me by my answer. Oh, really? I'll I just know. go first. Okay, go. It's Canada. Yes, me too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> well, okay, okay and, and it has nothing to do with Canada itself. It no. has to do with what Canada offers, and that's actually nothing. <laughs> Literally Correct. nothing. Yes. They have a popcorn cart. Great. You can get beer. You can get maple popcorn. Great. But when you're comparing it to what you can get in every other pavilion, mm-hmm. immediately no. Even the, like, I agree. Canada Circle Vision or whatever it's called, O Canada mm-hmm. or whatever, they yes. close it down for all the Food and Wine Festival to become a booth. Like, that's how not impressive it is. Like, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it when I went. They have the new narrators. You're having a Shit's Creek moment when you're in there. Yes. But, like, that's how not good it is, that they're, like, acceptable to close it down for all of Food and Wine, which, grant you mind, is, like, six months out of the year or something like that nowadays. So I know. Right. Yeah. That's another whole. Right. Canada that's has another potential. Whole it's just not there. Where is a bar in Canada? Canadians love to drink. Give me a oh, bar. Oh, absol- absolutely. I actually really like Canada when they have the food and wine booth. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it's yeah, like, the apple it's, seed orchard it's inside. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. They have a lot of offerings in there. It's nice. I kind of wish they did that all the time. Like, they had an actual nice bar back there. But I mean, they like, have such space. But, like, yeah. Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy can speak to me while I drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's you, like, projecting the background. It's, like, yeah. theme. I like, you're going it. in Ogas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, just, the, mm-hmm. they're the DJ Rex of, oh, yeah. of Canada. Yeah, to a permanent bar. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. And it would also be nice if they had, like, a little quick service area because... I think they have potential to. I know, like, the refreshment port, kind of, like, have poutine. But, like, they should have an actual, like, poutine. They should have a poutine. Quick service. Like, how awesome would that be? Yeah, like, especially because Disney Springs has one. But I, like, rarely go to Disney Mm -hmm. Springs in order to go snacking. I want to snack when I'm in the parks. Correct. Yep, poutine would be great. Like, a bunch of different kinds of poutine. And I've been to Montreal, and they have restaurants that are just poutine. Amen. That's all we need. Pages and pages of poutine. That's what we need, though. That's what we need. And, and they I have, mean, um, Le Cellier, Le Cellier is it's good. delicious, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, 
it's down and it's inside, it's like you know, in the when cellar. you could, it is in the cellar, right? Literally, yeah. You could be eating on the water, yes, almost everywhere else. Yep, it's just it's lackluster. It's just dingy, in my opinion. Yeah. In in terms of like Disney, because it's not dingy at all, but it just feels dingy compared to everything else's in Epcot. Yes, agreed. Can I will say that I will say that I feel like the American Pavilion is a close second. The only I thing that redeems the American Pavilion is the concert venue and Voices of Liberty. That's it. And Regal Eagle. Oh, that's true. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just wish they had a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. In America, I think that that would <laughs> well, be. Well, that's where Club Thirty Three is. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but could you imagine like a Tiana's like restaurant? Like yeah. that would be oh, a great that, place. Oh, what a to great have. idea! I know it's a great idea. I know. Wow. But, um, <clears throat> Like, that would be awesome to have. Yeah, there. I mean, I, I, you don't have to have a sit-down restaurant in every country. I understand that. But it would enhance the American Pavilion Yeah, a well, even, bit, even so. Tiana's restaurant was, like, literally on the river, on the Mississippi River. Yeah. You know, it could be right on the water. I know. And, like, that sense. kind of sugar mill kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, Japan has three sit-down restaurants. <laughs> yeah. So, like, why can't we get, like, one? You know, America get one. But anyway, I don't Well, that, that's because Japan actually runs Japan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> True, you know, true. Like, but but I'm glad we all agree that Canada's the worst because I know that's and also it, why it, I say why would you start there? Why would you start in the worst country? You wait when drinking around the world till you're intoxicated enough that it doesn't matter that you're in the worst country to end with. Exactly, and you or will drink whatever. You skip it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's so short anyway. I mean, you yeah, literally are in or blink. through it in a second. You blink. Exactly. All right. Moving on. Let's talk about the worst overall dining location. I have an answer. Just j- just overall. Like, like park or No, 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 no. We're talking like restaurant. What's your worst? Oh. What's your just like the worst probably I'm assuming this place is probably going to be overhyped, overrated. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the worst dining location mm-hmm. in Disney World? Bethany and I might have the same answer. You guys go first. I got to think. Do you want to do a count of 3? Yeah. All right, ready? 1 2 3. Space 220. Space 220. Wow. Literally the worst. I don't have one oh. nice thing to say about it. Not not good. Not good. I was going over this today and I was like, okay, is it the worst meal I've had or is it the worst place? And I was like, it is the worst place because it has been, it is one, like, I think it's the hardest reservation, like dining reservation to get at this point. Probably Victoria and Albert's will trump that, but it is so hard to get. It is almost impossible to get a dining reservation here. Yes. And as I've gone to the restaurant and I've gone to the lounge and both of them, I say, why, why is it hard to get? It's literally terrible. Here's what I don't like. It doesn't feel at all Disney to me Mm-mm. when I get up there, when I get up there, it just feels like the, the chairs are, it's like plasticky chairs. And like, yes, of course, like you see out to space, like that's a cool effect, but the, the vibe is not at all Disney to me. The food is lackluster Mm -hmm. to say the least it is lackluster we went up to the lounge and we scored a reservation i was so excited to get up there and i was so incredibly underwhelmed i got the chicken waffle sliders like on paper that sounds amazing trash they were so bad yeah i completely agree i went i brought my mom for dinner and we did prefix which I i think it's 79 a person and i got the short rib and it looked like a straight up brick when it came out like it was black it was clearly like the end piece, but the presentation for paying $79 was just not there. My mom got the lobster, which was good, but it was a $20 surcharge. So you're paying $100 for this lobster, and I just don't think it was worth it. 
when we went up there the first time, I tell you, we were seated on top of another family to the fact that if I put my arm out, I didn't have to fully extend it to touch somebody's back. Like that's how close I was to someone else. And then there was the whole fiasco when I tried to go to the lounge at the end of June where yes. I like the thing with Disney is there's just so much planning and space 20 220 is owned by a third party. They're owned by the Patina group. And I booked that 60 days out. The hoop to do was booked at the end of May. Cause that's when tickets went on sale. And then we were trying to do standby for guardians and they were just so rude. And the customer service was just not there for my entire experience that it pained me that I gave them money at the end of it. And I was like, I'm never coming back here. I will never, ever book Space 220 again. No. And I feel like the difference from day to day in pictures that I see mm -hmm. on the quality of what's being put out, even the drinks. So, like, yeah. the one drink I got, the Big Tang. Yes. I got it. It had this big chunk of astronaut ice cream on it. And I sent it to Bethany. And she was like, oh, you mean this drink? And it was the same drink, but yours, your, you had crumbs. Yeah, my my like astronaut ice cream looked like it had been hit by a meteor before they put it in my drink. <laughs> That's what it looked like. It was uh, just like crumbles. They were like, oh. After we'll it re-entered the atmosphere. We'll just pour yeah. this into her drink and act like it's the drink. And that's, I will say that's how it is for the short rib too that I had because mine looked terrible. And then somebody that I knew went and his looked great. And I was just like, where, if I'm paying $79 for a prefixed meal, it should be consistent. Again, it goes back to how did this leave the kitchen? Right. How? At least flip it upside down that my end piece doesn't look like an end piece. Like, <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> but yeah, Space 220, yeah, this, it was easily no. my top of my list. Just because like service price wise and food wise, I don't think it's worth it. And it does not meet any of the hype and the excitement. Yeah. Stop booking at people because people are yeah. booking it because it sells out like your reservations go so quickly and I don't see the point of it because it's no. not worth it. Bella nope. skipped it when they went to the lounge. Her and I, I went back to the hotel and I feel like we picked the right idea. Yeah, totally I don't did. regret it. I took a nap. Yep. You totally so, did. Yep. All right, Bella, what's yours? Yeah, now that we've so, vented about Space 220, now's your turn. <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't actually have like a place that's that like hated for me, but I do have a general like any place in Magic Kingdom, really mm. like Liberty Tree, Skipper Canteen, because like when we went to Skipper Canteen the last time, uh, my meal wasn't good either. Yeah. Um, and it really any place in Magic Kingdom, I will never ever look for a reservation there, ever. Except I, for I, when we go to Tony's in September. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the one exception, but that's which for is science. a weird exception because it, we it would never varies. have put this on the list. But you're right, because no. think be our guests and roll this royal table. Correct. Be Our Guest was going to be my thing, but to be honest, it was just all the restaurants in Magic Kingdom. There's literally, I, I've been to Be Our Guest, Cinderella's Royal Table, Skipper Canteen, Liberty Tree. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. The only place I haven't been is Diamond Horseshoe, which is essentially. It's, it's Liberty Tree. Like, it's the same it's yeah, the Liberty same Tree. Kitchen, exactly. Yeah. Um, so for me, they're all skippable. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think Be Our Guest, I think I, I, I really enjoyed when they had lunch, you know, and that was the one little thing and that was it. So we'll see how Tony's is when we go but like for it. me yeah i'm sure i'm sure well, we'll see um but for me it's pretty much any restaurant in magic kingdom i will never ever look for a reservation in magic kingdom especially when the monorail yes has you can just pop on the monorail and get a great reservation at any of the other resorts oh my gosh mm -hmm. so, absolutely narcuzzi citrico steakhouse 
Yeah, even Lincona over Kona, at, yeah. Absolutely. at Polynesian. Like, I mean, you can really go anywhere on the monorail loop, I think, and get a decent meal. So for me, I would not go to Magic Kingdom, but yeah, that's my... Mm -hmm. All right, so last thing, kind of an even bigger question is, what is the worst park for food overall? Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Hollywood Studios. Yeah, because here's the thing. With Epcot, you get the World Showcase. So I And, and nine times out of ten, they're having a freaking festival. So <laughs> you're going to find something good. Um, Magic Kingdom, they have really great snacks and some decent quick service. Not great sit-down restaurants, but great snacks and quick, quick service. Animal Kingdom, obviously the star here. I mean, <laughs> they have amazing food. If you come for Animal Kingdom, we yeah, come for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's really nothing bad about Animal Kingdom at all. No. Um, so Hollywood Studios, it is. I mean, for me, like Hollywood Brown Derby isn't really somewhere I, I would actively go find a reservation for. Um, the quick service places are fine. Like, if you want a hot dog or a burger, maybe. You know, I mean, I like Baseline, don't get me wrong, but like, I wouldn't categorize that as like, I don't know, that's like one place, you know. She's it's like, not... I wouldn't categorize that as food. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not though. You get a snack. I mean, it's not. Anyway, for me, it's Hollywood Studios. Not okay. even a question. Okay. For me, it is Magic Kingdom because, again, I agree with you on the whole table service thing. I don't like passionately love every quick service. I like, I think Columbia Harbor House is by far the best, but I'm also like not the biggest seafood gal. So at the same time, mm -hmm. like, definitely not my go-to so like overall yeah there's some good hidden gems in magic kingdom but it's just like not my go-to for food plus i can't get a drink with anything so that mm -hmm. also knocks it down points for me but i so will true. say it is either magic kingdom or the number one would be epcot when there is not a festival that's it, my answer yeah, it is very particular. diet epcot see yeah, yeah. and that's why i said Epcot, nine times out of ten, has a festival. Yes. So that's We're talking why about not... the one. The I know. one time. The, yes. the two weeks that there's no festival? Like, <laughs> no, we did it. It's like five weeks of the year, right? Okay, okay, sure. Five the weeks. The whole year. Yeah, but, but during I don't those disagree. five weeks, the worst park for food. Yeah. Absolutely. Unless and I have you not have been a table to... service have... reservation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's not enough. A... Right. That's not enough to outweigh it for right. me. Um, but my, I would say, so Diet Epcot is my worst for food. But I would say my close second is Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that's for the complete lack of booze. <laughs> that makes me sound terrible. But when I think about going to Hollywood Studios, are there snacks that I'm like, oh, I have to get it? No, but I, I really want to go to TuneIn. I really mm -hmm. want to go to Baseline. Like, I would really love to go to those places. And Magic Kingdom, Ogus. are there snacks? Oh, guess. Are there snacks that I love? Yes. But it's not outweighing my love for... Yeah going to those places and getting drinks. It's like atmospheres there that I really enjoy. So Magic Kingdom is actually a very close second for me. So I'm very similar to Bethany in that sense. I get it. Um, but my love for some of those places in studios outweighs. I don't agree that there's not great food there. I think there it, it's hard, but like tachos are great. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> I would also you know? say Hollywood Studios lacks for table service restaurants. Like Epcot Absolutely. and Animal Kingdom definitely are the by far the best choices if you're looking for table service in a park. Like, I mean, I went to Sci-Fi Dine-In for the first time in forever because they have a bunch of new menu items and it was just so bad. So Bella, I completely understand you on that one. I was like, mm -hmm. everything I ordered, I took one bite and I was like, why is this so terrible? Like, wh yeah. why? And that's another one that sells out super quickly. Like, you, it's almost impossible to get a reservation at Sci-Fi. 
Yeah. I understand the atmosphere is cool, but at the same time, when the food is just such trash, I can't justify it. Like, make the food a little bit better. Why? Why? Well, also, that restaurant hasn't been updated in, like, no. years. No. Yeah, that's true. So. Well, they tried the menu, and that was a swing and a miss, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go back to the drawing boards. Sorry, guys. Yes. But that's it. I, I hope we I hope we sparked some controversy. You know, yeah. and we probably definitely did. Definitely did. We're intrigued. We'll put up a template on our um, Instagram stories where you can submit your answers for all of the things that we answered today and we'll share them because I'm intrigued to see what everybody else will say. Yes, absolutely. All right. Let's let's dive into the hot take. He is ready for a hot take, let me tell you. <laughs> Finn has joined us. Hey Main Street Dish Crew, Um, I hope this hot take doesn't offend our popcorn lover, Bella, but uh, my Disney hot take is that the souvenir popcorn buckets and souvenir sippers are just so overrated. Uh, Number one, because the line to get them can be hours long, Um, but two, a lot of them just aren't very functional even. Um, so unless we're looking for a piece of plastic to just sit on your desk, uh, they're really overrated in my opinion. Sorry, Bella. Oh, she agrees with you on that one. though. <laughs> I, I oh, totally, totally agree. I totally agree. I love the pop. Let me be specific. I love the popcorn in Epcot at that one cart that has multiple flavors of popcorn. You do like a munching situation around the parks, too, oh. though. Oh, yeah, and actually, and the popcorn in Star Wars. I forgot. Yes. That, that one's really good, too. I do. I do love to snack on popcorn as I'm walking through the parks. Totally. But the um, only three types of popcorn. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, not the regular popcorn, but I will get the other popcorn for sure. My mom loves a souvenir bucket. Oh, bucket. she does. Loves. Now, she hasn't bought one in a little bit. But she has, like, the Halloween one. She has Christmas. Every year when they come out with, like, a new Christmas tree popcorn bucket, she's like, do I have to get it? it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Just get it. Um, And she always brings them with her. Like, she she puts them in her suitcase. Well, you know what? They take up so much space. It'll it'll be better now that you have Finn, though, because you can just put it in the stroller. I would, like, I feel that's the only justifiable reason for, like, a souvenir popcorn bucket is the cheap refills in Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, because so that's true. nice. But I agree, they're not functional. I was trying to say I own like two, and I don't know where one's downstairs. But no, I I agree, they're so overhyped. I mean, like look at Figment. People oh, yeah. waited oh hours in line for Figment. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon one. Yeah. It's so big. It's huge. like flat it's huge. and long. It holds like four pieces of popcorn. <laughs> exactly. This is the other <laughs> thing. They do not hold that much popcorn. So what would be your popcorn bucket that you would buy though? Like. A design that you would buy. So I, I have liked they had like the steamboat Mickey one, mm, the vintage yeah, ones, yeah. yeah. Which that one was really cute. Um, I think I would buy like a classic Disney yeah. one, like like a Mickey mini type of popcorn bucket. I don't know. I'm a sucker for anything haunted mansion, to be honest. So like if they came out with like a doom buggy one, they have. The, I would get it. Well, I think those were sippers. I was about to say the best trick though is just look at Cast Connections. We'll have my dad hmm. always look for popcorn buckets at Cast Connections because oh, yeah. I laughed because you mentioned the Christmas tree one. It was at Cast Connections for like maybe ten dollars, and then like that same week it was Christmas like countdown to halfway to Christmas. And they put the freaking popcorn bucket for sale for full price in the park. And it's literally like $10 at Cast Connections. Like, granted, you have to know a cast member, but 
I laughed at that because I was like, that sums up popcorn buckets right there for you. Yes, but yeah, does. people love their popcorn buckets. Yeah, they do. And I totally see the appeal as someone who does like popcorn. Yeah. You know, a snack as you can walk around the park. It is very cute and can be convenient instead of holding like a paper, yeah. you know, cup. I totally understand. But I do also, I, I personally have never bought, actually, I, I should say that I did buy one for Disney Cruise Line. I was about to say. I, I did buy one there because I was like, well, we were going to go see the movies, you know, a few times. So mm-hmm. it made sense. But I don't normally buy the uh, no the specialty ones. I would buy one, though, if it were the Tower of Terror. Oh. That'd be a cool yeah. one. That it would, would be, be really cool. cool but like a par- that's like a park icon, you know? Yeah, like- correct. And Let's yeah, why haven't they them. done what? park yes. icons? Yeah, yeah. give me a Cinderella part. Castle popcorn bucket. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Epcot ball. Yeah. And it could light up. Oh. You can- uh, I know. Tree of Life, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Well, All right, get on it, Disney. Yes, you're welcome for the ideas. We're giving them <laughs> to you for free. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. Take a second to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you next time. And Finn! And Finn! (laughs)